Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Jenny. This is Lindsay. How are we all queens? Oh my god, January is nearly done. Bye, biatch. We only got one week left of this mother flipper. Thank fuck. And don't let the door hit you on the way out. <laughs> <laughs> I think 2021 is chaotic energy already. Woo! We've all seen it. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay, 2021. Damn, girl. Damn, I, homie. Yeah, damn. You okay? You need to do, you want to sit down? You want to talk to somebody? Like it is, yeah, I think it was just like, my, yeah, it was just totally the kind of like, folk 2020, see the back of you. And then now you, we couldn't celebrate the new year. That was hard. Mm. That's a weird. So maybe she's angry at us. In all my years, I've never, I've never not celebrated New Year's. Well, I got a party. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. A New Year's Eve party every year. I rarely go. I love really? a quiet New Year's Eve, personally. I love a like, big party. This is what did so we do I'm, last I'm usually year? always hungover. On what did we do last year? Day, which is hard. Huh? What did we do last year? Went next door to my neighbors, remember? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. That was fun, actually. And then the year before, me, you, and Jack just hung out, which was nice. I like that. I like a small group. Yeah, but we couldn't even do that. I know. Anyway, I know. We'll look, show we don't get listen. Here we are. Here we are. <laughs> um, so, girls, a uh, reminder to go buy our merch. We've got new merch. Uh, it is our still sexy line. We've got hoodies and we've got totes. The totes are 25 euro. They're organic cotton. They're from the sustainable region of Teespring. We hear you. We see you. We love you. And we welcome you into our tote gang. Yeah, um, and they're big. They're really they big. Your laptop. Way much, way, way much bigger. <laughs> Way bigger than our old uh, totes. A big old bag. Kind of like I I made the analogy last week. I was like, these are kind of like a sports bra, whereas like our old totes mm. are kind of like a comfortable, you know, and functional has its place. An urban, um, an urban outfit is out from an under little exactly un- unlined vibe. So uh, go pick them up. The to- the hoodies are really really nice quality as well, and we were able to get them a little bit cheaper. Uh, got the price down on them too, girls, because they obviously don't have like the front and back printing. And also they're cheap in general because, as I said last week, honeys, go search black hoodie on ASOS. On ASOS. And you'll be- I dare you. (laughs) (laughs) And if you want to purchase one, you'll be handing over a cool 100 euro (laughs) or 80 euro. These are 40 quid and if you're- uh, And I almost had that jaded London one in my fucking basket for some reason. I got totally lured in. Oh my God. So if, uh, also gals, if you are an ex-gal, you obviously get a- a discount, a really hefty discount. So triple X gals get twenty percent, X gals get fifteen percent, and that is all the time, all day, every day. Yes. So if you want to join up, uh, join up to X gals, then I would suggest you wait till the start of the month. Yeah. So um, anyway, anyway, this week on it gals, we have Marty Gilfoyle, an absolute ledge bag, sweetie pie, and a new 
friend of the pod. Um, yeah, we, 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 had a, we, we had a great chat with him. Yeah, we. Uh, it's going to be something that we're going to be doing in the next year. We're going to be getting on, uh, you know, being uh, connoisseurs of an online scandal ourselves. Um, we are planning on getting on. <coughs> Constantly. <laughs> um, whether we want it or not. <laughs> so we are planning on getting on. We don't look for it. I know. It finds us. Multiple people um, who've gone through something similar or maybe who might have a different perspective to us. So this is the first one of the year if you have any requests for these people as well I mean they do not have to be Irish based preferably beyond Ireland um, do let us know if there's someone who you would love to hear who maybe went through a scandal or a cancellation or um, some sort of online drama uh, especially but, when it's taken out yeah, of context yes, which happens yes. to us regularly and in this case with Marty I think we can all agree hopefully yeah. that it was just totally insane yeah so if you don't know necessary if you don't know uh go over to our instagram we're gonna have some info up on it there but also listen because marty does a great job of explaining what happened and the ramifications and how he felt after during and now because he is a legend so girls please enjoy marty gilfoyle hey marty Hey, Marty. Hey, guys. How are you? <laughs> Welcome to Ickals. Thank you so much for having me. This is great. Oh, it's great having a, it. a fellow radio voice I know. on the pod. <laughs> Can you give That's us up, your best the, um, radio voice there, Marty? Steve, okay, so um, I'll let you in a little secret. Well, you guys already know, but I mean the people who are listening. So I think your mics from looking at them here on Zoom are the same. They've got like these really cool compressors in them that make your voice sound all deep and sexy and yeah. shit. But uh, I, uh, I, I'm off my, uh, my headphones mic right now, so I probably sound a little bit different like you still got that bass <laughs> so baby yeah it's all about the I bass know, that's all about the bass exactly yeah yeah i know so I we just got this right we just got this new equipment like i love to be like hello 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 dublin and <laughs> hope you're listening up and it's a beautiful day out there hope you're enjoying it get out there you know <laughs> it's always a man i don't know i must have been a man in another life because i always go to this like male it's the base it's the base it's like this male like rotund man who maybe always has to like if he's in the studio will always have like a bag of crisps that he's munching on <laughs> but you do have you do have a real deep voice and like i remember um what was i'm not gonna say who told me this but they were <laughs> i was told that like you know that you need sometimes you do your best radio shows when you're hung over because oh. you, you say you sound dead. You've got that sexy husky voice. Yeah, so anyway. that's actually true. And we've done Would a few you... podcasts hungover. You do have that kind of husk in your voice a bit yeah. more. Yeah. Bass. And then you're listening to yourself in your headphones. And you're like, okay, I could definitely get used to being hungover doing a radio <laughs> show for sure. Yeah, like, yeah, so. like, I could definitely have been. <laughs> that rock star lifestyle. Remember that ad that was yeah. out years ago? 1869-69-69. Let's talk to women and maybe more. I was like, I definitely could have been that little done they that still, little jingle with my deep. They ass still voice. do those over in uh, they still do those over in the UK because I listen to um do you know Joe Curry, I listen to his radio show a lot and he always ad running during his show and it's like, Are you looking for an affair? <laughs> we have we we have plenty of people looking for an affair as well. Find your match here. And it's just like, that is just so gas. So gas and also... An ad for on the radio. Incredibly grim, but I would love to uh, (laughs) ring one of those uh, phone numbers up on the podcast and see, I've always was so intrigued. Like, what happens? What what are these women saying? Where are they? Are they in some kind of call centre or are they just at home? Say they're working from home. Yeah, well, now I say they're working from home. Well, like, a lot of them are working from home. You can watch documentaries on it and they're interested because a lot of them are literally, like, they could be doing their ironing, their baby in one hand, uh, and then, like, the phone... (laughs) The, the phone on loudspeaker and they're ironing away. Girl boss vibes. Oh my goodness. Breastfeeding just... whilst sexting. <laughs> yeah, literally, yeah. 
<laughs> the original, uh, you know, OnlyFans girls can walk. Uh, yes, can yes. run because these yes. women walked. They have, you know, set the pavement for the OnlyFans girls. And it was so much more anonymous because it was just on the phone. So just on like, the phone, yeah. But you, said, you didn't even know who you were talking to. Like, it yeah. could have been a guy for all you know. Like, and uh, yeah. you're like, literally getting so turned on by someone on the phone, you don't even know what they look like. Um, so innocent. I wonder how many times that actually... So much easier. Like, so much easier. Imagine that we were to all, like, you know, hook up and get with people and, like, you know, meet the loves of their lives through the voice, their voice. Oh, like, it's like I that think... show. What was that show on Netflix? The one where they didn't see each other? Oh, yeah. The what start was that? Of Love is Blind? Love something? is Blind. One where the, they, like, like had a dating oh, show. Did you not? It was like a dating show where, like, they went on dates through a wall. <laughs> you should watch it. It's a chaotic It was really, show. really good. And, and then uh, they'd all get drunk randomly. And then they all went, like, on holidays. With, they chose their couple. And then they went to some, like, resort and had to, like, sleep in the bed. and like, They had to get married. <laughs> they had to propose to each other. It, it was, was the most insane Some show. of them are still together and are, like, fully in love. Love that. Beautiful. I'd say, like, a very... Small percentage of them are, but that's still good though. Because yeah. <laughs> the paycheck is still coming. <laughs> yeah. But um, so how have you been finding lockdown 20.0? Like, what are we in now? Uh, yeah. Uh, grand. Like, I'm not going to come on and be all like, oh, it's, it's properly affecting me because, like, I'd be lying. Um, but, like, obviously it is, like, a small bit to an extent, like, everybody. Yeah. Um, but obviously when you hear about the, the vaccine and stuff, like, my dad got the vaccine there the other day. Oh, no uh, he's the same... He's the same name as me. And I tried to like, you know, be like, look, listen, how much do you want for me to go in there as, as Martin Guilfoyle and go and get the job instead? Like, but he was like, no, nah, I'm getting it. I don't care. Could you not use um, his his little passport thing? Do you get some kind of passport that shows that you've got it? It could be like the new fake ID. If he has, a, if his date of birth is on it. And, oh, uh, and what we're going to be talking about as well later on, like I don't want to really be at like, 23 years. <laughs> I mean, probably me even suggesting that they'll be like, look what Lindsay's even suggesting. It's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like it's going okay. Like I got myself this kind of home gym that kind of keeps me occupied as well. Um, I've been eating new, new new types of food because I feel like it's the only thing we can do. Oh, um, like what? What if? And then what have been like your new culinary delights? Sorry, what have been your new culinary delights? <laughs> Just like more vegetables. Because <laughs> like, you are vegan. <laughs> oh, you're vegan. Uh, I'm not. I'm not oh, vegan. Sorry. No, 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 no. I need to get across. I'm not. But like, I do eat a lot of plant based foods. Okay. Uh, and and it gets me sometimes, especially when I talk about the plant based foods that I eat online, because. Yo, people are like, aren't you vegan? I saw that you had like leather seats in your car. And I'm like, oh, for God's sake. Oh, yeah. You know, like, oh God, I, yeah. I've... So, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've been vegetarian for five years. But like being a vegetarian means you still get like the nice chocolate and, yeah. and the milk and the cheese Jeez. and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, that's, that's too hard to give up. Like, and yeah. it is also so, uh, just like so much more cost efficient. Like I was vegan for a while and like it's like I could buy a regular chocolate bar or a four euro chocolate bar that is, yeah. tastes like soil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, stop. Like, uh, vegan treats are so hard to find. They really, really are. Yeah. And there's so much meal prep involved that I've only started to really do during lockdown. So I gave it a go for a while. How long did you go vegan for? I was kind of on and off. It, I just find it so <laughs> consuming. Like, I'd re yeah. I was so passionate about it. And I also found the vegan community to be pretty toxic. Like, it's so it's... hateful. Like, with, like, stuff like that. Like, uh, sorry, is that not a leather seat? Or, uh, sorry, the gum <laughs> on that cigarette is actually a bee's semen you're like yeah uh -huh. dare i say like they're, they're the original cancelers and call out culture like uh, warriors they love it because they, because they have this kind of like you know foundation of like 
I'm doing something so good. So even though I'm pointing the finger at everyone else, it's like in the foundation of how good I am. You know the way? So yeah. uh, I, I just totally find it get really you. tiring. But, it's, um, it, it is tough and it definitely puts people off doing it because um, I went f- like, I'd say 80% of my, my diet is plant-based. But I can't even say that because when I did say that once, I was told that you, you can't be 80% vegan. Like, And I'm like, okay, I, I know I can't because I didn't work out the exact percentage, but that's just what I do. And then I was told, well, then can you use the terminology plant-based instead of vegan? And I was like, oh yeah, whatever, it's crap. <laughs> Um, so like that's why I stopped kind of talking about all this plant-based stuff yeah. that I eat online because I was like I just couldn't deal with the people who really do it because they do have their community and like it is daunting because they literally like live they, they breed like veganism and yeah. if you're not 100% in they just don't really it, yeah. I hate to like generalize them but it's but, very religious yeah. in a way and it's very like it's put on like it just has this like end goal of perfectionism which I just don't think you yeah. anyone can ever be like 100% anything you know yeah of course like, that's kind of uh, what stopped me I was like I don't like I was striving for this like perfect veganism when everything in my life was vegan like I'd be buying like I I got sent a shaver a while ago and it was like don't worry it's vegan I'm like <laughs> it's a fucking shaver <laughs> or you know yeah. the way like if you pick up like juice in the shop it will say vegan on the back I'm like I'm assuming orange juice is vegan yeah like, it's become yeah. like a marketing ploy yeah. you know that way but like yeah just if you, you know if the end goal is someone being 100% perfect and then it's just like has this call out element to it it can just be so toxic you yeah. know yeah. Um, but you've been obviously working through lockdown as well as you know you, you're a radio host extraordinaire just like yourselves yes. <laughs> <laughs> we're on the pirate when, radio <laughs> when legends meet legends <laughs> are you still with spin uh, are you yeah 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 i'm i'm like i'm i must be 10 years now with spin nice. um spin is I legend know, status like, like, it is spin is like the sexier what? version of radios because you had those cool cars <laughs> and you were like just the stuff was more uh, looser it wasn't as kind of like you know, stoic as other radio. Like you were talking about the celebs and like, yeah, you know, yeah, having yeah. a bit more fun with it. I get you. I did have one of those cars. That's where I started out. Spinny, I started out like work. I started out like work experience. I like, got an internship and then I moved to being a spinny. Yeah. So it was me and two girls. And we just would drive in convoy around Dublin. And people hated us. Like really? <laughs> they loved us, no but, they, but they hated us. There was like an element of kind of like, oh, who do they think they are in their pink minis? And I was like, <laughs> guys, I don't, I don't think I'm any here. I, I'm driving a pink mini around Dublin. Like, I'm not exactly like chuffed about it. Like, I just want to be on the radio one day. But like, um, the begrudgery of Ireland never ceases to amaze me. Like, it's just like, oh, who do you think you're fucking are? You're fucking radio care. It's like, yeah, I, I just, <laughs> it's just I'm, I'm a car. Yeah. I'm just out here trying to live. <laughs> My own internship. <laughs> I remember one of the girls got clamped in the in the the car once, and it just and like the a, a clamped car went viral. Like it just <laughs> it just shows. This is like a good nine ten years ago when Facebook was in its prime. You know what I mean? Where like you had like like pages and stuff. And uh, yeah, one of the cars got clamped in town, and it literally I don't know how many like likes and shares that it had, but it was like ha ha, they deserve it. Ah, they deserve it. it like, what? Like come on. Like a car got clamped like anybody else's, you know. Kind of way. <laughs> so was it spin that you? Because the reason that we wanted, to, we've been wanting to get you on for a while, but we saw that video. Was that made with spin that you did, where you kind of like it was like uh, update on like the cancellation and all that kind of stuff? Was that with spin? Did they? Do yeah, it? yeah. Did, mm. did it with spin? Yeah, and um, I did it with um, Peter and John within spin, uh, who was a videographer and one's a producer, and they kind of came to with this idea of kind of highlighting the whole idea of people thinking that it's okay to say whatever they want to big people. And um, so we had a couple of people on, and then 
John turned to me and said, look, I think it'd be a great idea that if I interviewed you off camera for the last episode, which in a way I was kind of hesitant about because I wanted to make the whole series about other people, which is what we've done up until, I don't know, what it was like episode four or five. And then I was like, ah, no, Sherlock will do it. And then that was the video then that you guys saw that was shared. So uh, really happy how it turned out. Like mm. it did really, really well, like great feedback. And then like, and like um, the people who came on as well were so nice and like given their insight to it too. But it shocked me to, uh, to find out like how many people have been through it. And then not even for like, you know, how many people have been through it, but for what they went through it for. Like that's the bit that really got me. I'm talking to people who like literally just could throw up a meal online uh, or their body might change a little bit where they might lose a bit of weight or put on a bit of weight and people come at them. And it's just like, I'm just, it was just shocking to find out what some people say about some people. And I'm just like, whoa, this is literally everywhere. (laughs) Yeah. And there's no training for it. You know, that's the craziest thing is that like the internet is, you know, in a way the wild, wild west and you can just be going about your normal everyday life and all of a sudden something pops off. Like I think there's a really good book. I don't know if you've read it. You should, um, if you're interested in this stuff, which I'm presuming you are, it's called, um, so you've been publicly shamed and it's by John Ronson. And he does oh, a well, similar okay. thing where he uh, finds loads of like victims of this kind of like call out culture or cancel culture, whatever you talk, really highly viral moments and how it affected their life. And he goes on to talk about like, because that's something that I think that and one reason we wanted to talk to you about it is because everyone's there for, you know, the viral moment. Everyone's there for shit popping off and everyone like, you know, joining the pylon. But very rarely is there any like aftercare. And if it is, it's very small. It's usually amongst like a very small amount of people like your close friends and then you know mm-hmm. Lindsay and I have been through it and there's there's an immediate reaction which I think maybe you went through when they asked you to to talk about it is that you're like I don't want to talk about it again because then it'll yeah. come up again yeah or what if I trip up like because it's happened to so many times where we're so like we we have a point to say but we'll be so like apologetic and I'm not saying that and I'm not saying that and I understand that what I said like you're trying to like catch up with everyone to like armor yourself with protection so they can't like be like it's funny that she didn't mention that and you're like oh yeah so it's like it's really difficult to maneuver but if you want to um so what obviously we had the video but we wanted to get you on to kind of like extend the whole story and to see the kind of full arc of the story and how it all went down so yeah so i guess if Uh someone hasn't seen the video what would yeah. be like if you could we'll summarize. share it when the episode comes yeah, out yeah, anyway yeah. on our Instagram so Absolutely. um you can watch it and stuff like that but um so what happened so you got an email so this is this all started with the go house which is yeah is it still going it was the goat house at first yeah and then they oh had to- stop yeah <laughs> yeah it was it was a goat house but like I I like I, I'm I I'd be straight up with everybody when it comes to stuff like this and I thought the goat house the name was just pathetic I was like. <laughs> But but the thing is, is that the guys the guys did too. Like at the yeah. end of the day, they were trying they were trying something brand new, and they like they wanted people to talk about it. Now, given the fact that I was like, well, given we're in Ireland, like people are going to talk about it regardless. But yeah. I mean, if you want to call it the Goat House, well, then yeah, you will probably multiply it by a million because yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. what Goat obviously stands for. And, but it's also uh, kind of funny, and it is in a way clever to like just lean into that kind of stuff, regardless of the like you know backlash or people being like the fucking state of them. It is kind of just like well as a marketing kind of ploy, you know, yeah. like to get people. Well, to- like, and the guy, yeah, the guys did come up to it and it worked. People were like, did they, did they actually call it the goat house? Like that was like one of the main things that started. Uh, but like, I knew that like when 
I went in, the two guys that organized that I was moving into a goat house. I was like, this is going to get torn to shreds. Yeah. Like, so hold on, what is goat again? I always forget. of all time. Greatest of all time. I always see, but like, <laughs> yeah. so, but like goat is basically the same as like bay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bay means like, um, before anyone before else. Before anyone else. Yeah. You know, like oh, you're I my bae. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> no way. Oh my god! Like imagine being like, hey before, (laughs) hey before everyone else. (laughs) Hey, yeah. Oh god, (laughs) jeez, I said that to too many guys as well. I'm like, flip to become this, just like, hey, bae, like a kind of, hey, boo, or whatever, you know. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, Yeah, that's new to me. Wow, but that's actually. So they were saying greatest of all time. Yeah, greatest of all time, which, of course, like, if you come out saying that you're in the greatest of all time house, like, people are going to be like, who do they think they are, all this stuff. Yeah, but that's also so ridiculous to insinuate that just because they're calling themselves the goat house, that they actually mean that they're the greatest of all time. Yeah, but see, that's the thing. Like, obviously, nobody thought that. And they came up with the name. So, like, when they asked me to move in and they told me what the name was going to be, of course, I laughed. And I was like, oh, like, I I can deal with people laughing at me for living in a house that we're claiming to be the greatest of all time. Like, that's like... (laughs) That's just that to me would be banter. They, yeah. they can slag me all I want. Like I don't care. Like, um, but it's the same as like so me and Lindsay. Our podcast is called It Girls. Like it's yeah. hilarious. People go, "There's the It Girls." If we're calling ourselves self-proclaimed It Girls, which, like, like, which the is whole, hilarious. The like. whole point of like It Girls is it's like Fight Club. Like you can never call yourself an It Girl. Yeah, that literally. It's, oh, yeah. it's like when it's like calling yourself cool. Like yeah, you're yeah. instantly not cool if you're like you know me. I'm just gonna cool. I'm a cool girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, but it also. Like it, I can understand why they did it because it gets attention and it's like it's internet internet lingo. It's an internet house and it's like modeled off like the hype house and all these yeah. like American. It's like, internet you know. lingo, yeah. Like it's usually kind of attached to like rappers. Like people will like share a Kendrick Lamar song and be like the goat or like the n- emoji with the little goat. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's it was it's the emoji is the, is the big one now. I find amongst the uh, cool kids where they what just leave it, it on, a, on a TikTok. Just a goat emoji. They just oh, like yeah, they leave yeah, that yeah. On, on, a t- on a on a TikTok they liked or something like that. I've and, done it a couple times. Like, and I feel cool every time I do it. <laughs> you're like, some people won't know what this means. I'm like, do you know GOAT means it actually stands for greatest of all time and I li- really think yeah. that this rapper is the greatest of all time. So, <laughs> obvi- yeah. so like, as you said, like, you were, like, obviously cool with, like, everyone was, like, you know, knew that this was probably going to be, like, slag to an extent. You know, Ireland doesn't really like different things, especially, and they don't really like people, like, you know, even with knowledge going and being like, we are the greatest of all time TikTokers. Yeah. They don't really like that. It's never really, like, celebrated in Ireland. A lot of places it's not, especially with the internet, but... So you were aware that, like, that was going to get a bit of kickback, obviously. Of course, yeah, and... I don't know if the others did. Maybe maybe some of us, the ones that were like, you know, older and the, the minority in there did. We were kind of like, oh God, we're going to get this. But at the same time, we were just kind of like a group of people. And I'd kind of already figured out within that group of 10 people who I wanted to kind of be associated with and work with. Um, and like, this, this is no disrespect to the, the people that were <laughs> that were a bit younger than me. But I was like, I just, I didn't see what we do. When it comes to me on TikTok, like, which is where most of my audience is, I just make cringy videos, but the idea of making them is that they're all lighthearted. They're all they're all just a bit of crack. Like if you find them funny, you do. If you don't, you don't. If you think they're cringe, you think they're cringe. Thank you for watching them, regardless. And the idea is to try to bring people back to my music. Yeah, so I was like, hang on, I've got this massive audience on TikTok, uh, and it, I'm 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 joining people up with people who have a similar number, if not more, and we combine to get this. Sh- huge audience it's like well like my music could really take off i was like as becoming a, as a, like a dj goes like that's like like the most ideal situation you could mm. be in 
And that was just the first thing that came into my mind. Like, I didn't even know who was going to be in the house when I was asked. I was like, just told that there was going to be people. I found out the day before the names of the people. I had, I didn't, I didn't know who half of them were. Um, and then on the day, someone else ended up in the house that wasn't even on the list the day before or because someone else wasn't able to do it anymore. So I was like, hey, everybody, <laughs> you know? And like, that makes sense, especially for your music, because TikTok is such a like music based uh, app, you know? Mm-hmm. So like, yeah. I could totally see where that would be so beneficial for a DJ who's trying to get their music out there, especially to, you know, even though you know that you mentioned that like some of them were younger, they obviously have huge audiences on there. And like, then you would be capitalizing on a market that maybe you're not hitting on spin or whatever. Cause like your audience are probably like similar age to y- you and us. But like, if you got that younger audience on TikTok and mm. stuff, like that's a whole other like field. Totally. That's and, lit. That's literally it. Like nailed it. Nailed it in the right, right there for sure. And, and they're yeah, the ones that like, share videos. Exactly. They're the ones that really love stuff and, and you know, make it go ways, viral. So. And also, you can totally exactly. learn from like regardless of age. Like you can learn from everyone who is like like social media is designed to social network and to try and and now yeah. that like it's we can monetize on it. Like if if you are like thinking seeing of it as like a business to try and like align people around you, learn from people like get information or like you know gain followers like share followers all that stuff is like in the melting pot of like you know something that could potentially be great in the future and like I think about say the goat house if you look back at like big brother back in the day when that started you know those people who were on it were ripped to shreds like they were totally like mortifying themselves getting pissed on tv and now it's like Mm -hmm. iconic still people are talking about it like still people are sharing memes like so just because it isn't like appreciated in the time as well doesn't mean um that it won't be at some point yeah but um so you went into yeah. the house and you yeah. kind of you didn't know these people which is understandable because there's so many tiktokers and and you're like what the flip how have i just stumbled upon this like irish tiktoker who has like a million followers yeah it's crazy yeah <laughs> i like <clears throat> for everybody in the house including the organizers i met everybody for the first time on the first day i moved in just to kind of give you an insight to like how that went and uh, I'll be totally honest, like um, when I went in and there was, I think, three of the girls arrived together that were younger than me, everyone else in their 20s. I was like, and this is no disrespect to them and I'm sure they'll get it. They were just really excited and they were like really hyped and they, they were just they were just teenage girls. They were like 18, 19 years of age and they were just so happy to live together uh, away from home. Mm. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to be doing stuff with them in my head. I didn't, yeah. I didn't mean it in a bad way. It was just, it was just like, okay. And then if I bring a new track out, maybe they'll do one of their TikTok dances to it. And then, I mean, if they post a funny TikTok, I already shared on my Instagram story, whatever. And like, it was the kind of idea of cross promotion that you just act as like a big family and yeah. you just share everything. Mm. And you mentioned Big Brother earlier on. And the thing is that people did kind of automatically assume it was like a Big Brother or Love Island and that there's going to be cameras in the house and watching our moves and people are going to be hooking up and stuff. And I was like, so far from that, it was like, it was like people just living in a house. And if you if you looked at the people that were in there, everyone kind of did something different online. And it was the idea of bringing it all together and going, here you go. Mm-hmm. And automatically it was portrayed in this mad kind of like Love Island style Irish thing. And I was kind of like, what? Like, just because we all kind of, we were all, we were all using resources as well. Like we were getting our, our accommodations sort of paid for. Mm. Um. And then they had like videographers, photographers and all. And it was the idea was just maximizing what you put out and making it as good as possible. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Yeah. That was literally, literally the idea of the whole thing. Which is so and funny. I, Sorry. Uh, it's just so funny that you know you mentioned that like the, the media automatically portrayed it like a Love Island or Big Brother thing because it's like they automatically like sexualized it, which is so bizarre, you know, that way because oh, yeah. it's, it's also what they... <clears throat> the only thing that they actually understand I think because like maybe a lot of these journos and like stuff like that they, they don't they're not aware of like the hype house or like the team 10 house or this kind of like younger generation of internet culture but I don't know how they couldn't be because when we're talking well, back yeah. to like say Big Brother on Big Brother there were many different ages there were 19 year olds Jay Goody was only like 19 when she first went in and like she ended up hooking up with someone but there were also like 40 year olds who were not inv- yeah. involved with that kind yeah. of and that was the beauty <clears throat> of the show that we had like a lot yeah. of different races ages yeah. like backgrounds and like you know the older people sometimes would be getting so pissed off with the younger people and it was the like just yeah. the social experiment of being I able guess. to see how different ages interact and stuff yeah but I guess like the thing is, is that like they made it out as if it was going to be a show when it wasn't it was about like a, a house to create content like there was no was behind the scenes house, yeah. there wasn't going to be a reality nope. TV a- aspect to it but they they portrayed it as such and then when people see that they like digest it like the, the shows they know like Big Brother and Love Island which well, always have a bit know. of a like sometimes went like because it was the first time that it had come to Ireland I guess they were just going for it and seeing kind of like no what that's happened. what I mean they, they're, they're so unaware of like th- things like the hype house and team 10 yeah. you know that way so like they portrayed it as something that it's completely not which to be honest if they did the bare minimum research they would have found out so yeah <laughs> you know and what I mean? before I even before I even went in like I did my research in these places as well and I saw some of these houses having 40 and 50 year olds in it because to me like social media for people has become like a really sought after job yeah. and understandably so like the rewards can be great and you get great job satisfaction out of it. And more importantly, it's fun. So if you want to have mm. a job in social media, like why not live with other people who want to as well? Mm. And over in America, the way they do it is, is that like age, if you want to be big on social media and making money, make, make a living from it, like you, it doesn't matter how old you are, you know? Yeah. yeah. I think um, that was Suzanne Jackson so, uh, and Eileen Style Queen. Yeah. Like, and how now they have a yeah. show on RTE. Like yeah. it's, it's for it's everyone. And it's so polarizing to be like, oh, it's only, TikTok is only for this or this person. And like, we have to separate. Yeah. I think we're so obsessed with labeling and separating segregating mm-hmm. everyone and so but also people are just lo- looking for an excuse to moan so you went in there and how long mm-hmm. before because obviously you said that you were prepared for the slagging and I remember you said that in the video and um, that you made with spin that you were kind of prepared and like you'd mentally prepared yourself for like they're gonna slag us they're gonna call us cringe and corny and like whatever they're gonna say you were able to prepare for that but then it like so when did you so you first started seeing like tweets kind of come in mm. about like the usual shit. Yeah, so yeah. The, the first the first bit that came in that was like unrelated to me that I was kind of a little bit like not annoyed about, but I just I just I hated the way it was assumed of us that we were we were touching on being racist because there was there wasn't a person of color in the house. 
Um, even though the one of the biggest TikTokers in the world is Irish and she's great. They, her name is Vic. She's great. Um, she was reached. They reached out to her and they asked her. You know, and there was people that w- were asked that that turned it down, and and people just did not think about the process. They they, they just assumed that these guys had an idea, asked ten people, and they all just said yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that they and they deliberately left certain people out. Uh, but also it can so be tokenism I, like say if so if they did ask those people and then they're just like oh, fuck. then then do you get in your head oh god where's a poc where's a poc come on find it like that's such tokenism yeah. that's insane mm. yeah, yeah it's and it's exactly and it's like it's not i don't think it, it i don't think it should be up to somebody to have to justify like even if they did they shouldn't have to come out and go before we announce this project we just want to let everybody know that we asked a load of people from different like yeah, I, yeah. I think it's mad that you'd have to justify that well, you know it what I mean assumed, so, but it know, seems so racist to even say that oh, ju- don't buy the word we did actually ask an Asian a ginger and um, a one-armed lesbian but unfortunately they couldn't yeah. make it so we have to deal with literally, these 10 Caucasian people like that's so weird yeah. I know, and I actually got a, uh, I actually got a DM from, um, from a person of color who actually was lesbian and part of the LGBT community, and I just couldn't believe that, like that she was asking me these questions. So why there was there wasn't somebody in the house from either of her communities, and yeah. I, I was just like, and I wouldn't usually reply to like people like that online, but I felt that she was actually properly affected and hurt by it. So I just was, I just told her, I was like, look, people were asked, and these are the organizers. If you want to send them a mail, you can it kind of got to me a little bit thinking that like, that just because we've all decided to live together, that it actually affected her, you know, that, mm. that it got to her that much. And I was like, why does this, why does she think that we're after like, you know, deliberately excluding these kind of people? I, I don't get it. They just I assume. You know I what don't I mean? think that like, just because someone gets offended or affected, I don't, I do not think that it's the goat house's fault that they have absorbed something to such a high degree that it's actually personally affecting them. Like if I was sat mm-hmm. at home with psoriasis and I was like, hold on, I don't see any psoriasis representation on in the goat house. Oh, that's actually really upsetting me. I'm actually so, my, my skin is like, no one gives a fuck about it. Like, I mean, that's like, Cop on, like go, go to spar, get a Red Bull and just do, I do whatever. But like to write to someone and try and like put them in the position of like, you are responsible for my mental decline, like my kind of emotional state because you didn't represent a black lesbian. Especially when it's like, uh, but especially when you're talking to like participants in the house, not even the organizers, you know, that way at least like direct your anger at the correct people. If you want an answer from something like I'm not going to give out to someone who works in Topshop. I'm not going to go up to a sales assistant and be like, it's terrible. There's really not enough representation here to like a sales assistant. That's fair. Like don't yeah. talk to the people who just happen to work but and I mean, live there. You what, know, that to write way? to Sir Philip Green that he hasn't put up like... No, I'm just using it as like an example. No, but like, I mean, like, I just up, think you that know? you should be like... Yeah, I get that. But I also just think like your power is in your um, view, is in your follow, is in your... Um, in your money or in like what you're paying for. So like if you don't think that there's enough representation in like Topshop or f- for a makeup brand, just don't shop there and yeah, shop totally. where you do. Or if you don't like that there's no, um, you know, or people of colour or whatever, lesbians in the goat house, maybe find a, a goat house that does have a yeah. lesbian and watch them. Yeah. I don't know. but like it's, I know, it's weird. Yeah, I like, know what you mean. It's like, There's what no one's responsible do? because like there's no. there's no way that you can represent everyone and that everyone's satisfied and then like first of all they're only like if she's only talking about like so she's talking about her sexual orientation and her color but then people will come in where where's the where's the woman with um a mental disorder or where's the like yeah where's the wheelchair bound person like it's never ending so i think 
to just like to stunt it completely is just to be like, look, you can't, we can't alleviate everyone's like, or we can't showcase everyone. That's mm-hmm. just the reality of life. Yeah, but it, it, it's, it's the assumption. It's the assumptions about people that you don't know that that would concern me. You yeah. know, it's the the automatic assumption that they think that you are a bad person and that you deliberately did that, even though they have never spoken to you before, mm-hmm. and they they feel that they can literally like create this whole personality for you uh, and talk about how you know what type of person they think you are based on something that has probably got nothing to do with it mm. and that's the bit that concerns me it's yeah. like you know and sometimes when when people come out and they say these things about you, you just you just love for them to like sit with you for five minutes yeah, so they can see what you're really like oh, totally. that's all you want you totally. know? yeah like i i've sp- happened me so many times like the shit that i read about Lindsay and i online and it's like all of yeah. these like crazy assumptions about our personality and i'm like like if we sat down, if you met me in a bar and we sat down, we would probably get on just fine. We probably agree on 99.9% of things in the world. Yeah. Like, and to presume, like, it's the presumption that you're so right, Marty. Like, the presumption that there was this, like, you know, nefarious element to it or that there was this, like, ha, 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 let's just make a white goat house or let's <laughs> just, like, it's like you know the the assumption is just like that's also bad intended like you're assuming i've bad intentions but you're having bad intentions instead of like because there's a way to to ask people questions like i've had dms in my uh, come through that are like worded so grand and like Mm. i can tell they might have a problem with it but they just be like blah 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 there's not there's not this like immediate like defensive element and this immediate aggression Mm. and like you have no say in the matter i'm just letting you know how you are it's just it stunts uh, any conversation and it makes them they're going in with the like preconceived notion of how, who you are and how you view the world and stuff yeah. and that, that's just like it's so stupid well I think know? it's like emotional yeah. manipulation like when people are writing these like really intense DMs and they're trying to defame you and like discredit your personality and like just label you as like you're vile and we get it all the time but like the vile yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> they love that word that, that four letter word yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's a vile word <laughs> it's, it's horrible so vile. You know, yeah. i always I, you're like you're like i'm not vile how dare you like, i like, i've not, changed like, it into a vile remember when uh, billy bob thornton and angelina jolie had like vials of blood around oh, there, yeah, of each other's yeah, blood. Yeah. i'm like am i a vile oh, I am i a little or when you'd go away to New York and you get a little vial with sand and a fake turtle in it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm a vial. That's but such it, a random it, thing to call me. It <laughs> is, But it is so strange that people can jump to such conclusions about someone they do not know. Like, you know, they're like, assuming that I'm what? Like going around little kicking old women in the shins. You but, know what I mean? Oh, like, well, they, yeah, they they like, well, like, I don't think, I think the truth of the, of the, the truth of the DM is that they don't actually yeah. think those things and they don't actually care if it's true or not. They just yeah. love to like, you know, just expel this like inner kind of hatred on mm. someone and knowing, I think it gives them a lot of pleasure knowing that like you are, you are going to open up these DMs, see it and mm-hmm. absorb it. And it's like, they, I don't have that in me anymore. You have yeah. it. You're vile. They want You're you gross. to feel how bad they yeah. feel or felt. You like, know, I don't call people vile. Or grow. I, I'm very able. I'm able to word like, you know, if I'm having a disagreement with someone, I don't need to go to name calling or labeling or insult. You know the way. Um, yeah. But 
So, you know, like so, food, f- food is the only thing that I ever referred to as vile. That yeah. I didn't like that, like literally, that is absolutely vile. Yeah, like, yeah. And and the and when something is absolutely so disgusting, you can't even stomach. So if that's how I use it, and people are calling me that as a human, I'm kind of like, oh, hang on, that's a bit mean. They always yeah. elongate it. Like if they're saying it in person, they're like, it's just vile behavior. Yeah, they're like, like I'm like, I'm not, I'm not a tub of natural yogurt. Like, I know, like, <laughs> I know. So, so obviously. Like that started to kick off. There was obviously the representation talk, which also, you know, like, um, you always get a bit of that as well. I feel like no matter what, like, especially the, the climate, the year that's yeah. in it, the climate, it happened right yeah. after summer. Obviously, BLM like really kicked off, um, especially yeah. in Ireland this year. So there is always going to be, and like some of those conversations can be helpful. Like they're not all bad, but like it's just, it really is just the way in which that they're addressed or asked of. But when did you start to notice like it kind of turning? differently for yourself personally i guess um uh, a couple of hours in the um, uh, my manager sent me on a tweet that was basically it was just like this 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 could catch fire but we'll we'll ignore it or let it blow over and stuff and it was um it was a girl who i actually genuinely felt sorry for her and i did feel sympathy for her because if i was like that sounds absolutely horrible and it was basically her implying that i was predatory because it was girls of a certain age younger than me and that her experience before with a guy who was that much older than her wasn't nice. So part of me was kind of thinking going, okay, this girl's obviously been through a tough time uh, at one stage of her life. But I was just, I felt a little bit hard done by it because I was like, well, just because that guy was like that with you doesn't mean that I'm going to be like that with, with anyone. You know what I mean? Like no matter how old they are. And the problem was then I found is that people kind of would log on to Twitter and not know what's going on. They just see what's trending and they click into the trend. And at the time, that was the first tweet that was coming up. So people were reading this tweet that was saying that it was very predatory of Marty Guilfoy living in a house full of teenage girls, which is just so out of context. Like, so, so out of context. That's insane. Yeah, I, that would be I know. so scary to read that. Yeah, like it was kind of like, well, hang on a minute, like, and I was kind of like, do I post the date of births of everyone else in the house now, yeah. or what do I do? I was like, this is kind of weird. Like, I was like, what a weird way of putting it, considering that of the house were teenage girls. Like, it wasn't even like, like seventy or eighty percent of them. I was kind of like, whoa. And the problem was, then I found, which you probably noticed with yourselves, was that one person reads that tweet, doesn't do any research at all, which it's totally fair. You know, you go onto things, and you can read stuff online, you can make up your own mind. But it was the replies to that tweet that I was like, oh, my God, people actually believe this. Yeah. And they think that I'm just deliberately being this like like predator and have just put like teenage girls into a house and decided to just live with them. I was like, whoa. <laughs> and that's when it started to take off because people were believing that yeah. as opposed to going and going, well, hang on a minute. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. not that's not what's ha- that's not what's happening, and that's clearly not why anybody's in that house, you know. Yeah. And the thing is, is that what what people fail to realize too is that, you know, those kind of tweets affected the girls as well because the girls are adults, and it, they they were making certain assumptions about the girls, implying that they weren't I don't know mature enough to maybe you know deal with something like that, or yeah, it removes all were- of their their professional and per- personal agency. It's patronizing. Exactly. It, yeah, it is. It really is. You know what I mean? So it wasn't just me that that affected. Um, the, the girls definitely, for sure, were kind of like, 
well, why would people think that of us? Like, they think mm. that we're just in here just to get with people. Like, they were like, no, yeah, we yeah. we have ambitions with social media and this is what we want to do. And we want to use also, our platforms to make a bit of a change. And it must have um, been so awkward because it, it put such a weird, like, scent in the room for yeah, it to yeah, be yeah. like, okay, I'm like 19 or whatever. You're 19, shut up. But like, I'm 19. Yeah. And oh, like, yeah. Now <laughs> I'm, <laughs> and now I'm with, like, like now I'm putting the, it's like, it's like if someone walked in the room and like Jenny and her dad were there and I'm like, oh, you two look very comfortable. It's yeah. Like, what? It's like, <laughs> like um, yeah. now I Literally, feel hugely yeah. comfortable and that never existed yeah. before, but now you've made it exist and we're all trying to be like, oh, I, I don't, like, were there conversations being like, oh, I don't think you were a predator, Marty. And you're like, oh, I wasn't going to predator you. Uh, like, that's such an awkward, I know. And this weird is the, conversation. The, the problem, the, the, there's such a huge problem uh, duh, Jenny, but like of like these using these terms that they know, like we've spoken about before in the podcast, like people nowadays online, I do feel, and like, of course, if that girl had a, a, an unfortunate situation with like an older guy, that's terrible, but like you can't throw around words like predator and like pedophile so quickly because like th these words hold a lot of weight for a reason. And I think that there is also a, an element to it that they know the weight the words hold, so they use them so that they catch fire because if someone calls like you know someone a predator and another person sticks up for them they're like well you're just not sticking up for the victims and then all of a sudden there's victims then all of a sudden the girls are yeah. teenagers then all of a sudden like, and then all like, of a sudden someone makes like a exactly. twitter a fake twitter account and says i was in club m years ago and marty guilfoyle touched my bottom you know like <laughs> doesn't she yeah, uh, see this this was that was you know what you're so right and, and that was something i actually haven't said before because then i ended up kind of scanning my dj career thinking like if yeah. i ever like spoke to somebody in a flirty way that i shouldn't have or you know the kind of way yeah. and you're automatically overthinking kind of go you second guess everything Wait, what a, yeah you're like geez have i ever like responded to a message on instagram or snapchat uh, that maybe they were starting off and maybe i kind of like continued to flirt like oh and i was like can they now use that against like it was just it was mad i was like mm -hmm. literally and even even now i'm kind of like if someone messages me or something like i'm just so careful what i say back because yeah. obviously it's like after what happened um which really probably has stunted like i'm intrigued to know how like say in terms of like dating and like that kind of stuff like i i always thought like when this whole like you know with men it must feel kind of like you're caged in now because like when i was growing up like it was the way that men would talk and flirt and all that was like just you know, ac accepted. Now these things that used to be accepted only like five, ten years ago, are now yeah. like kind of being like insinuated that it's illegal. Like, things that yeah. aren't actually legal, and there's no like there's blurred lines between like what's actually illegal, mm. like mm -hmm. rape or harassment, and then like what someone coming up to you in the club flirting, and maybe you didn't like you weren't able to say that you didn't want to flirt, and then that now people are. Or even with messages as, because with like, the same strength as something like yeah because like even with like DMs and stuff like what you're saying like because messages can be like you know, like any message can be like any something can be flirtatious without being sexual you know that way like I mean like I that's can, the thing you can flirt with your friends it doesn't mean that you're like trying to like take them home you know what I mean so it's like yeah. someone could like message you being like oh looking great Martin you could be like uh -huh. you know it's like very innocent you know like uh interaction that you don't think about twice but like because there's the ability to screenshot and send on and then that can be weaponized against you mm. and you know it can be You're like, like whoa yeah. and when you've already been victim to something that was taken so out of context you see the way that things can be taken out of context like so it's so hard when jenny and i sometimes say a joke that is maybe a 
a bit more controversial or like just being like ridiculous. Like edgy not, humor, yeah. maybe. We're like, just by the way, we absolutely <laughs> don't. Maybe. I'm being sarcastic. I noticed it when I did a couple stories on Instagram the other day. I hadn't been on Instagram in ages and I said like some joke about like someone was like, oh, I just did my degree and I don't really want to work with my degree. Like, what do you think I should do? And I was like, you should probably go in the dough. That's what people do. Like if they don't want to work and just like it's free money. It's real handy. And then I was like, I'm joking, yeah. I'm joking. Like, obviously I said it in a sarcastic manner, mm. but just in case that wasn't enough. You know, I felt yeah. like I had to cover my ass, which is like totally kind of wrecks the joke. Um, you know? Yeah, totally. and like it is kind of blatantly obvious that when you say something like that as well, that you're not encouraging your audience <laughs> to go on the dole. Like yeah. this yeah. is the bit that gets me. It's like you look at say like, girls, like you guys have worked hard. You've got you got your own initiative going on here, and it's like, do people do people actually think? That you're telling people to not work hard and follow their dreams and ambitions and to actually sign on the dole. Like, yeah. like you're not encouraging that at all. Because so when, when someone comment. reads it up that way, they just they just want to have a go at yeah. you. Like, they you can know, just screen record it. that, put it up, and then write like yeah. quite a like a stern tweet, you know, like the way that, that tweet yeah. that was yeah. written about like the predator. It, it seemed very it seemed like Marty Guilfoyle like a thread. headline, you know, like a headline in, in the Times. Yeah. The way yeah, that they write it, like it they perf- they purposefully do that, and it's that. held with the same weight. That's the yeah. that's the that's another issue of like society is that like we hold that with the same weight as an investigative journalist has mm. gone into the goat house and noticed something. It's like <laughs> yeah, when yeah. some girl is just seen on on uh, on her phone for maybe five fucking seconds that you're in this house with maybe someone she knows off, off TikTok. Who even knows? And you know, completely personalize it and takes it from her own situation, which is really unfortunate and like, I'm sure terrible, but like you can't just, you know, paint everyone with the same brush. So like that and was- you can't also use your own past trauma as an excuse to try and pull people down without yeah. any like facts. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's also a get out of jail card that I've been, you know, that we have dealt with before. We've said certain things and then they're like, how dare you say that? I was this, I was that. And like the whole point of like offense is like, people can be like, Walking around, looking at tweets and everything, and they're only oh, well. That one affected me because I actually have dealt with that myself personally, and it's like yes, okay, well, just don't like you know you're absorbing that in such a mad manner. But then so from that one tweet, and it went then obviously that then which must have been a scary thing when you had you said your manager contacted you and they were like <laughs> I, could, I hate that we've had that before where they're like it's usually our friends where our they're friends like hey I'm managers. seeing something on Twitter <laughs> now hopefully it won't take fire and it like, always takes yeah, fire it always does yeah, that feeling is does. like that feeling is horrendous like the first time it happens you're kind of like what but like when it happens just multiple times you're like oh and then you're just fuck. waiting I know and it can take days so like, as well for it to it actually mm. start going so yeah, you were like trending on Twitter right uh, yeah, like, and the thing is, like people forget, like it's not the first time that I've tried it either. It was just the one that kind of would literally ruin my career more than any other time. <laughs> uh, so that's just why it, I think that's why it's been more serious. And I think given the year as well, like the year of of, of cancellations, yeah. that I think it was kind of highlighted a bit more. But part of me, like part of me, tries to kind of like you know, kind of kind of sympathise at where the people we're talking about come from. And I'm kind of thinking, well, okay one thing is like yeah i i trended ahead of the coronavirus which is something that i never thought i'd ever say uh obviously for the wrong reasons but like i mean like i have to screenshot i can get it framed one day like yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. um but at the same time it's like would it have blown up if we weren't in the middle of a pandemic and people kind of were out about being kind of you know at a bit of normality and weren't glued to their phones as much as they are Maybe not. It's impossible to say. So mm. part of me does kind of put it down to the fact, well, people are, are looking for stuff to read and stuff to do. Yeah. and it doesn't, it doesn't make it okay, but it definitely means that anything that someone does that can be considered like a little bit weirder at a line is going to be heightened, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, no, this year uh, is defo 
uh, made people go- lean into the cancellation yeah. more. I think it's because yeah. we're starved for entertainment, like, communication, and social interaction. And I think we're also angry for, because we're so like frustrated with the world. So we're just like, instead, of, like I've been loving FaceTiming and having like chats on Zoom or uh, whatever. Like I've just leaned into it. When it first came, when like the first lockdown, I was like, I hate FaceTime. But now I'm like, hey, I'm constantly on it and I'm loving it. But um, I think other people are like, you know, they just want their, they're focusing, they're kind of, they're not noticing the root of the problem, which is like that they're like missing people and stressed or whatever. Mm-hmm. But they're like, oh, this is, I'm getting, because like, I've been, when I started the internet, and sometimes we'd be like back and forth with people on Twitter, it is a buzz. Like you do get some kind of like social like buzzes from like, oh, I'm talking to them and oh, I pwned their ass with that tweet, you know? So you do kind of get that sense of like connection, I guess, which is what what we're longing for after the year. But it's just like, you know, a toxic way to do it. And there's definitely better ways. Completely, yeah. And there was, there was one thing that was said to me, which is like for anyone who's considering putting themselves out there or who does and is worried about that kind of like, say, hate and whatever, is that like back if we were doing what we wanted to do, say, 20 years ago, the only way that these people would be able to kind of reach out to you is if they sat down, took the time, picked up a pen, picked up a piece of paper, wrote on that piece of paper, put it in an envelope and then went to the post office and posted that envelope to you, hoping that you'd read it. Yeah. So you will ask yourself like, OK, well, would this person take that much time out of the day and do it nine times out of ten the answer is no it's just because it's so easy it's mm-hmm. they're literally able to put their thoughts into a tweet and click post and it's you potentially see it like would they waste their time writing a letter getting a stamp and sending it probably not so to me that kind of was like when i was reading all the tweets was kind of going okay well i don't think they actually mean this i think they're hopping on a bandwagon something's trending and a lot of the time as well a lot of people I feel like followers nowadays has become like the new currency. I feel like that you could go up to somebody and go, I'll give you 10,000 euro or 10,000 followers. And they're going to choose the 10,000 <laughs> yeah, followers. Yeah. Uh, which, which breaks my heart. But at the same time, it's like, okay, I don't know who it gals are, but I've seen that they did this. So if I put up a tweet about it and people are agreeing with it, they're going to like my tweet. They're going to retweet my tweet. And maybe I'll get a few followers out mm-hmm. of it, you know? And like TikTok does this thing where it's like a top comment and the comment with the most likes always, gets pinned at the top of the thing and people end up saying stuff that is so horrible uh and because people agree with it to an extent Mm. they start liking it and becomes a top comment and they get more followers out of it and the reason why that is such like a thing is that the exact same comment will be copied and pasted by other users and commented as well and they're hoping then when people go onto their video that the other person sees their comment as opposed to the one that's the top one and they get likes as well so so there's an element as well of of being like socially hungry out of it you know Mm -hmm. where it's like I don't actually mean this, but people are going to see it. They're going to like it. They're going to retweet it. And then I could actually end up gaining out of it. Do, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, absolutely. I agree. Like when our last cancellation with the, um, uh, they were, we said a joke about Movember and they all were saying that we don't give a fuck about men killing themselves. Basically, that was the mental yeah. gymnastics. That was the takeaway from that. And, um, <laughs> you know, I don't, like all these men who had never heard of us before were like, we had one guy send us a video in the stock room of wherever he worked. That it was, was gas, gas. And he was like, you yeah. fucking this, you fucking that, you don't give a fuck about mental health. We're all out here trying to fucking talk about a fucking mental health and you don't get And it was like, I don't think you actually think that. I think you just want to go off on one. Yeah. yeah. And pop off six. Literally, yeah. You know, do it, queen. And a lot of it can also just be like confirmation bias, you know, because the thing is, is that like what happens is someone like, makes a tweet say that girl who made a tweet about you she might have never heard about you has no context but you maybe doesn't even have an opinion of you you know but then all the people in the comments might be people who've already like you know they don't like you for some reason and now they have an anyway, excuse yeah. to like 
have it to to not like you. They're like, oh, I yeah. don't like Marty Guilfoyle, and now I've got an excuse. He's a fucking predator. He's terrible. He's horrible. So they just believe anything that confirms their own like opinion on you that might not even be based in any form of reality it could be because they saw one of your videos on tiktok and they're like he's cringe i don't like him yeah you know? or so they see you dancing around you guys yeah it's like those annoying bitches on the podcast <laughs> oh i knew they were dicks like you know that kind of way like, yeah I, yeah I, they're I totally like yes yes I, I do think it, it, i was right it yeah. is the irish mentality it is it's like we just we just go there before yeah. ever going to like give a compliment like it's the same with <laughs> um I was talking to a friend of mine the other day and he was like, um, do you like you too? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> they have a hell of a lot of deadly songs. Yeah. They are fucking yeah. genius. They are amazing musicians. <laughs> and he was like, that's how you know a good person. It's true. Someone who can like, you know, not kind of acknowledge like, oh, you too, fucking Bono, fucking Moni, had no fucking blue glasses. It's like, yes. Uh, there are like some of their, their songs are sick. They slap. They're yeah. so talented. They are like lovely lads. They sell out the fucking Aviva Stadium. Like they're, I've, we, I was only watching a live performance of them the other day, and I was like, jaw to the floor. But like, so many times you'll hear like you two, you two fucking. It's like, why can't we celebrate the most like popular band that our country has yeah. ever produced? One of and, the most like, popular bands of all time, regardless of country. Yeah, they were the biggest rock country. band in the yeah. world. They were, <laughs> like they were fucking mentioned on Friends for God's they're sake. The they're the biggest rock band yeah. in the world in the eighties. Like it's like, they, like they're not even Irish famous. They're no. like worldwide phenomenon famous. And like literally, I feel like this whole country hates the fuckers. They do for yeah. no reason. And they're like they yeah. met in school. They've stayed together. They've never had like drama really. Like in the mm. book, like. You know, it's like, what is your fucking problem? So I, I love that. I was like, that's how you can tell a good person. I was like, yes, I can name 10 songs that I have in playlists that I fucking listen to a lot. <laughs> <laughs> like me and Pete Farrell once were just singing down the street, singing Spanish eyes. It's a great YouTube song. <laughs> it's got in a little while. So after it all uh, popped off, Marty, and like, you know, you were trending and all that kind of stuff. Like, how were you feeling? Um, uh, I'll be completely honest. I was more more worried because, like, I've I've seen stuff about me before. Mm -hmm. Like when when you, especially back when radio was kind of the main medium, and um, people used to actually WhatsApp. Well, not WhatsApp. They actually SMS in things that were kind of like nasty that weren't <laughs> public, but but they nearly kind of hit harder because it's yeah. like, well, this is a direct text. This is a direct text message. So, um, it was more so my mum and like she she loves kind of like you know dancing with the stars and she loves all the reality stuff and she kind of sees how you know, it can affect negative things online can affect people based on what's happened before with the likes of, you know, Caroline Flack and stuff. And which was like, when that happened, like, I just thought that was so sad. And my mom kind of thought about me, obviously on a lot of a lower scale to Caroline Flack, but kind of was like, oh, I hope that, you know, that you never feel the need that you can't talk to us. And that if things were to get to you that much that you would kind of, anything you see online that you, you'd come to us. So when she went onto Twitter and saw her son was the number one trend. She she thought that my song was doing really well. Oh. <laughs> until yeah, that's until so she, heartbreaking. Until she clicked, until she clicked in oh. to the what it was, and then it, it, so the bit was is that I was more worried about what she was worried about, you know. And you know, mums are mums. Like it's like she, you can convince her. Look, don't worry, mum. I'm going to work. I'm not going to get kidnapped. It's fine. Like you know, mm. you're everything that you're saying as in you know when you're growing up with your mother they, they, they just worry about you yeah, so when it's so public and it's and they obviously don't live with them anymore and all they can do is see all these things that people are saying about you i knew she was reading them 
that was the thing and that mm. was the bit but she'd never seen that before even though it has happened so I just had to try convince her like this is kind of part of it and to be fair she was like no it shouldn't be part of it and then I was like actually mom you're right yeah. it shouldn't be I think we kind of we excuse it we excuse it that just because you put yourself out there and you you get mm. this sort of stuff back we, we excuse it to go oh well you know, I put out a podcast, so I deserve all this stuff said about me. And it's like, no, you don't. Like, yeah, it's yeah. like, there's, like <laughs> there's a difference between like, you know, putting yourself out there and being spoken about or people not agreeing with you or people like not liking your podcast. Like me and Lindsay know, because like our podcast isn't for everyone. That's grand. Go find a podcast. Go listen to true crime podcasts. That's completely mm, fine. Yes. But like uh-huh. what isn't and should not be excused and to be part of it is being abused online and bullied like that's not that shouldn't be part of anyone's job it's not a part of your job in fucking spar or wherever the hell you work in some advertising agency it's not like well you put yourself out there so we can all Mm. bully in the work no well i think everyone is up for it now like i mean you know that people can go and you know everyone is i think that's the kind of almost humanizing part of it that like it's not even just for people with a platform or people with this it's and it is more so if you do have a platform that people seem to like just want to sling all these words at you but anyone is up for it you know like I could get in a bus and film someone taking down their mask and like be like Mm. oh this girl works in this shop and then I could put that up on my Twitter and it could go so viral and they're like this fucking girl how dare she she's supposed to be a nurse blah blah blah. but so it's crazy how like and I think that's almost going to help aid and stop it because it's just like it's gotten so boring now. It's just so repetitive. Yeah. It's especially like, when there's a new one every week. I every think day. The thing is that they're actually starting to like weaken their own argument. If there's yeah. like someone yeah. being cancelled every single week, people from the outside who aren't involved in that culture are like, "Hold on, you were so angry about Marty Guilfoyle last week, but now it's the it girl." Yeah. Like what? And like, you yeah. can see, it's like yeah, it doesn't hold as much weight when it's constant. But my um, sister volunteers with your mum, and she I know um, she sent me the nicest oh, message oh. ever. And it was only when I'd replied to her that she told me that she volunteers my mum. And I went back to my mum and I was like, oh my God, you're never going to guess what, who I'm talking to. And my mum was like, going on about how lovely she was Aww. and stuff. And I, and I still didn't realise at that point you guys were related. Yeah, <laughs> I know. And like, and she, was, she saying, was like, I heard you're going on the podcast. And I was like, the, the podcast? What? Oh, and she, that's and I, I watched her story and I saw you and I was like, oh my God, they're sisters. <laughs> I really have to flex on that more. I thought I did it enough. I'm like my sister who volunteers, may I add. <laughs> But um, but yeah, she yeah. was saying because like when it was going on, or just afterwards, um, my sister was saying that like she's you know had conversations with your mum Lowe's and that your mum really is so proud of like you and ha- who you are and the person that you are. So it must be so difficult as a mum. Like I have a son, I can't imagine reading things online about my son that are like totally misrepresenting his character Mm. like that must be like heartbreaking and like I remember I actually bumped into I was with um Claire Balding and I bumped into the goat house we were walking down the street and we saw the goat house I was like no way gas and I was like running down the road and we were like set and like we were we said we got them on my Instagram and then I was like oh Jason I feel like Marty Guilfoyle and I was like oh shit now I'm part of the fucking thing you know? oh so so that oh my god that came back to me actually sorry and uh, obviously given, <laughs> thought given the fact given the fact that I've been in and all like I completely ignored it I was like okay like and it, it came back to me in a way that was real like I should be angry at you yeah um, oh. I can't I can't remember what was said obviously it was not, not like, it was yeah. something along the lines of that, that you said I'm 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 not. I'm not Marty Guilfoyle in the Goat House or something because you were asked a question or something was on a live mm. maybe or something. I can't remember. I, was, what I, was. I can't really remember, but I remember definitely referencing and making a joke about it. And then yeah, no, in no, hindsight, I, I, I was like, oh joke. shit, I because then people were like, 
I shared your video and then people were writing to me being like, eh, didn't you fucking, be, weren't you a part of that whole thing? And I was like, I guess I was, but I also, I, you know, in a term, I think when something to your, like you're saying that you went so viral, it almost like turns, you were a meme. And I yeah. kind of like, thing, it was like a verb it, or something. Did you know that I was like, oh, I'm Marty Guilfoyle or something. But, but yeah, no, I, which I is not right. This is why, but it like shows no, how I no, no, even, no, hang on. no, 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 no. <laughs> this is where it has to be cleared up because, because there is a fine line, I think, between a bit of witty humor about a situation and then defamation. And the thing Absolutely. is, is that when I, when it came back to me that you had said that, I literally was in my kitchen and I just kind of laughed. I was like, ha, I love it. And I I joke about it too, mm. you know, that kind of way. Well, like, you have to, like, I, like you have to, that's yeah, the, the like, power of like making it, giving, like the, taking the weight away from it is by making it a joke almost and owning it as a joke as well. Like not, yeah. like of course, as you're saying, you're not going to own the defamation part of it. And Lindsay and I don't own like the t- some of the terrible stuff that's been made about yeah. us. But like there was a diss track made about us by this guy who was like, yeah. the it girls, <laughs> you're so terrible. And like, I was yeah. like, that that is absolutely that was, that was a shit that was a shit girls wasn't it the like, ick girls the, oh the ick girls yeah. sorry yeah, okay. uh, yeah and i was lolling at that but it is i definitely do think but then i yeah i think i got like in my head because i was like oh shit am i part of the thing but i don't i no. you know i would never That's what I've been trying to get across someone. to people yeah i've been because like even like we're watching an episode of simpsons only last week and there was an episode where like the, the old grandpa walked into the school or something like that I was like, there's me going into the goat house i was yeah. like you have to joke about it like yeah. well, that like, kind of I mean, way and so when, when that came back to me about you i was like nah hold on because like i was reading some tweets about me that i was genuinely in a heap laughing oh, at. i was I like it was like marty gilfoyle's deputy ban on tea and <laughs> there was loads of ones that were just like like funny like absolutely gas. and that actually i do but i do think one- helps it like i mean because humor is a healer and i mean we yeah. need to be like i i'm so obsessed with like preserving comedy and like i love the way that you have fought back and that you are like not scared you're not scared to speak on it you're not trying to be like i, I, I just I, I acknowledge that maybe you've looked you know you're like you're fighting back and i think that is the alleviation and like making a joke of stuff um like, which I, I also did with the last cancellation I spoke about. I was just like, I'm not taking this bullshit anymore. I'm going to freaking fight back and, like, try and pick apart how ridiculous this is. And then it's all, almost, you can make a joke out of it. It's humorous. And I think that does alleviate because it kind of, like, puts some air into the room. And we're, you know, instead of now, like, trying to knife each other, we're, like, lolling. <laughs> and it's <laughs> yeah. like, how ridiculous. Well, it's, it's any way to do it. It's mm. like when someone is, like, literally coming out saying something that could actually ruin your career, that's when it gets a little bit too much. Yeah. But if yeah. someone wants to put together a witty joke about it, I'm kind of like, okay, you know what? I like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like and, like, there's, there's yeah. loads of tweets that Lindsay and I see about ourselves, which I crack oh, up at like great. Yeah. what was that one the other day that you posted oh yeah there was one um because like uh, our friend jess brennan got in a bit of heat over on twitter a few weeks ago and they were like they're like those it gals and jess brennan must be the board equivalent of being a mcgregor fan i was <laughs> 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 like i can get it it's funny so you're funny. not like trying to like you know take my money away from me or get me fired or like yeah, you know or defame me, defame or, like, me or say i'm doing yeah. something illegal like it's mm. like you're making a joke yeah. on Twitter and like that is part of like putting yourself out there. You will be yeah. made fun of and you have to be able to like, you have to be able to find the funniness in it and the joke because if me yeah. and Lindsay are take out here saying we're a comedy podcast who make edgy jokes, we have to also yeah. acknowledge the edgy jokes made about us that are funny. Absolutely. So funny. And like those are the bits that are gas. Like, cause like <clears throat> there was one thread in particular where people, so obviously the trend came up and then there was people who hadn't a clue who I was, which was fucking great because <laughs> I, this, I was like, these are the kind of people that I want. These are the tweets I'm only reading right now. 
And it was like logged on to see Marty Guilfoyle trending on Twitter. What the fuck is I'm Marty Guilfoyle? <laughs> and was someone, someone commenting going, I was thinking the exact same what? thing. And I was like, I'm loving this. So I know. Yes. But like, I love when you look on those trending things and there's always a few tweets being like, sorry, excuse me, who is the It Gals? Like, I'm like yeah, yeah, or yeah. when they call us the It and Gals, I, it really is like, it's just It Gals. But I yeah. always thought, do you know what? We did like a, a good few years ago. We love calling them our, our unpaid interns because it really just changes the whole, instead of calling them like haters or that kind of thing I'm like they oh God, are yeah. regardless of the saying and it goes back to that Andy World saying like no publicity is bad publicity regardless you are like keeping us relevant you know you're pushing yeah. out and like as long as that what we're like because what we're doing with it gals and what you want to do with your music is rooted back to the foundation of something that's like you actually want out mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. it actually doesn't matter so thank you so much. like oh. I did a live the other day and it went it popped off and like for the whole day yesterday people were continuously talking about me and I was like oh I just created a little bunch of unpaid interns to like clock in when I clocked out and they're like tapping away and keeping the thing going without me even having to do anything so it is and the thing is that if you if these people if they realise that they probably do it less because if they hate you that much Mm -hmm. that they're talking about you like that if they like I hate saying that when people say stuff about that, that it does kind of contribute and, and kind of enhance your brand to an extent because like if you're trying to get yourself out there, they're they're helping you do that. So I'm not trying to encourage that people do that to help you. <laughs> but um I mean at the end well, of the day. Well there's ways. I mean, definitely with the, the joking biggest, and stuff like that. That's a great way. Definitely the joking, yeah, yeah for sure. Um if they knew that, then they they probably would do it less. It's like yeah. they've given you an extra an extra impression, an extra hit, an extra opportunity for you to maybe end up working with the brand of your dream, like, you know, the kind of way. And they don't understand that. And they probably would do it less if they knew that because you're so confident in what you do and you mm. you know that you're not deliberately able to get somebody or cause upset that you don't care what kind of people well, say I think about the you. Root is, like, well, if you work that, away. Like, I think the root of it is, is like, I mean, I'm not doing anything illegal. Yeah, you know, so yeah. that's kind of 100%, so like, I can definitely say like things that like people are like shocked over that sometimes I don't even agree with myself, but like it's not illegal to do so. And I'm, you yeah. know, I'm very much into savoring the idea of conversation and being able to trip up and not it not be the biggest mm-hmm. deal with like saying something that could be like, you know, it doesn't have to be attached to you forever. I find that really boring. But um, but yeah, I think I think it's just like. As well, I found people through cancellations. You know, when you see someone, you're like, who are they? And then I've been like, oh, they have a podcast. Oh, yeah. and I'll follow them through the initial yeah, kind of me, like finding out about them, you know, that, that I was like, oh, he's apparently he's been called like this and that and this. And then I actually find that I think he's really interesting. And then I have, I he's gained yeah. a fan. So I think it all, you know, because uh, I don't know, it's like, it's a difficult thing. I, do, I don't think it will stop soon. I think it's always existed you know it's it's just it's so. always exists it's just like like yeah like I'm, I'm sure people did send letters back in the day you know kind of way just yeah. obviously not as much because it's so easy to do it now or like um, but what throw you throw s- a brick in your window with like some hate mail really, yeah right, you know but tr- true story for you it, it happens obviously to the extent that it actually infects your insurance premium people don't realize that <laughs> <laughs> like I was when I came out of college as a student like this is no joke and I was like getting a renewal for my car uh, they were like oh you're still a student and even though I was working with Spin throughout my, my college uh, my degree like uh, I was like no not anymore I'm full time with Spin and they were like oh we just need to update that we'll give you a buzz back and they called me back and they wanted to charge me an extra 1200 euro on top of my premium for the year because as a broadcaster you're liable to have your windscreen bricked oh my <laughs> no. god that is yeah. insane so, so 
just, just to like give you like proper clarification, you saying it's so ripe, like it's so ripe to the extent that insurance companies are making money off it. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, oh my god! In the video, you made a really uh, good point, which I thought also was a bit of like a comedic uh, break, where you were talking about like, and it's interesting with your one because um, obviously all the shit was going on, and people were piling on and saying it was predatory and using all the usual hyperbole that they do, and like you know fucking going off on one for whatever reason. Um, and then the next day, you're saying like loads of people started to make tweets as if it was like your obituary and I saw some of them oh yeah James Cavanaugh did one and I was like girl he ain't what was dead it? it was like I have known Marty oh. Guilfoyle for many years he has been nothing <laughs> oh. but nice he is a he was a beautiful man it's like he's not dead but it was yeah, like yeah, yeah. nice as well though I'm sure because like that mm. is a real rarity and that I think is where I think where people what needs to happen with cancel culture and as I said, it happened to her friend Jess Brennan the other week and like her boyfriend came out and did a video defending her. And I think that mm. that is the kind of stuff that has to happen. Like you can't like mm. there, you, obviously there's some stuff that can happen. Like, and it's happened to Lindsay and I were like, you know, this goes viral. And then we were like, okay, shit, we said something wrong there. That was bad. And you can apologize and all the rest, but like not everything has to be held at the same way. Cause there are stuff like our Movember stuff, which was ridiculous. And like, you have every right to stand up for yourself. And as Lindsay yeah. said, it's great that you're doing that. But I think that where people need to realize is that like, you know, it's, it's, it's easy to send a hateful tweet, but it's actually harder to send like one in support. And it would, it means so much because like, you get so many messages in your DMs being like, just so you know, I don't think you did anything wrong. I think it's fine that you're in the go yeah. guys. And you're like, can you tweet that please? To all yeah, the you're so right. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you're you like, sense, that's such a lovely DM. Is there any chance you could like yeah. put that up? Because it, public, feels, public, it yeah. feels so like kind of cringe to like, and I have done it, but it feels, you know, when you, you're like, fuck, I really need to like balance this shit out so but it feels really like if I'm screenshotting this DM and sharing it then you feel really like self-serving in the sense of like see not everyone thinks I'm like that mm. so if people were you shouldn't, you, shouldn't ha- you shouldn't feel like that either you know totally. um, yeah. you really shouldn't but that's the just, annoying thing because nice have- you're, not, you're not you're not a bad person you, you haven't done anything the, the illegal thing to me is absolutely huge in this it's like we are looked after with laws to stop people doing certain things and if you haven't done something illegal how can someone accuse you of doing it when you haven't done it mm-hmm. so like even with the house thing there was two things that were said to me that kind of resonated with me one was even if you did have sexual relations with one of the girls you haven't done anything illegal yeah mm-hmm. now obviously i didn't but i'm like i hate the way i have to even clarify that yeah <laughs> course, but like or what or, or want to but even if i did i still wasn't entitled to be called uh, a pedophile or a predator or, a predator. or any of that. And whether yeah. you did or Another- you didn't, it's literally no one's business. You don't need to, like, I yeah. mean, it was, because, again, like, it, it's it not illegal. It's yeah, just, it's, well, not, it's illegal. not illegal. Yeah. So what were they fucking by, talking about? Exactly. And when people put out these things and talk about you, like, like saying those kind of, like, they're accusing you of illegal activity, which means you should be locked up. So that's the bit that's kind of like, whoa, you've gone too far. The second thing was that I found interesting and, it was it was DM to me again, and I was like, okay, I never thought about it like this, but I can't even reshare this because it makes me look so self centered. Mm. But somebody messaged me going, "Hey, seeing what's going on, uh, I hope you're okay." It it's really upsetting because if you, this is their words now, not mine. If you weren't six foot two uh, and built and looked a certain way, and you were whatever it was, like say five foot six and twenty stone, I don't think you would have got, got this hate. Mm. And I was kind of thinking like, wow, that's interesting. Um, so it was almost like they were saying that given my certain, given a height or the way I looked or the way I was built kind of gave me like a power. And I was yeah. kind of like, 
it kind of I kind of thought about it. And I was like, in a way, it does kind of make sense, you know. Or maybe that like, people were more obs- like more were wanting pro- to more get you because you are they want to, you know. I look a certain way. Guy, a yeah. bald guy, and they're like, oh, well, look at him. He thinks he's great. I know what I'll do. I'll tell. Oh, him. he's and, a he's a stereotypical fuck boy. Yeah, so yeah, he's yeah. Gonna go in there and do what he does in there anyway. You know what I mean? And way? again, that's another way of them like projecting their own, not only their own insecurities, but their own hatred over like maybe they got fucked over by some lad who looked vaguely like you, who also goes to the same <laughs> gym as you. And oh, I know that kind of lad. You know what yeah. I mean? Though, but it is all these like it's yeah. based a lot of it on stereotypes, and it's like it's a projection of something that they have you know somehow had done the mental gymnastics to make it in their head but like yeah if you were some like nerdy skinny little guy who just happened to be like it's like say your man who fucking runs the go house your man jake like he like had to come on and be like i'm 29 and everyone was like what like he's the same age as you right and he is like i mean i'm sure he would say like he's kind of like you know like nerdy kind of like edgy hipstery looking guy no one was saying it about him no one but they said it about you and it was like so double standard you Mm. know that way which is so bizarre and also like the thing that really fucking pisses me off about it, and I said it uh, earlier on, but I'll say it again, is that like, they think they're protecting these girls, but they're actually just patronizing them so much. Like these girls are making a living off fucking TikTok. They know what they're doing. They also have parents. Mm-hmm. They probably also have managers. Like there they are- They do have managers. Yeah. yeah. Their so, managers and their managers were like, this is a good idea. Yeah, like, you know of what course. I mean? like, so it's like, it. stop taking away not only their personal agency to be like, tell some creep to fuck off not that you are a creep but like if there was a creep in the house like don't <laughs> stop telling them that they're not 14 year old girls who are like oh like they can be like fuck off but also they're they're like professional agency like they're not like entering a house to like shag some dj like they're going in there no, to like no. to pr- further their career and as you said even if that did happen and, and like you know even if couples did come from the goat house they're all adults like they you know they yeah. can't, you can't get children well in that's these no one's that's no one's business yeah, exactly. you know like i mean a, you can a, a do a couple both, did you know? come in the go house there oh yeah there is there is there wasn't is. there some yeah video? well i you know like i didn't see it in his 20s yeah and that guy's in his 20s and and like i'm pretty sure at me is like 19 and i'm like i'm like fucking fair play like yeah. they, they like each other let, let there... them do what the fuck they want like people yeah. meet in work the workplace all the time like that is how yeah, like, I think it's something like seventy percent of couples can meet in the workplace. Like come it's on. just no one's business. And yeah. it, you know, it, <laughs> it, it was just like it was a bunch of adults who could potentially consent or not consent. Like I mean, yeah. it's just it's yeah. It's, it's just, just my worry is is that like because it's social media and it's it's still not really understood as a job in Ireland that. Yeah. If if that kind of like mindset was taken into like a different like workplace people would actually go, oh my God, like like the same people who'd say, come at me or come at you guys. So say, for example, if we take my situation where people were like worried about an age gap uh, and me living with them. So even though I was trying to tell people to me, it's a workplace, you get to the point where, well, hang on, okay? Uh, say, let's say a 45-year-old guy who orders a cappuccino every morning from the same cafe goes in uh, and there's an 18-year-old girl making that cappuccino. Is, is he allowed to ask her how her day is? Is he allowed, um, you know like converse with her or does mm. he have to literally just take the drink and leave like it's kind of like gotten also, to the point he where allowed, uh, if he age. even if he even goes oh how's your day while she's making it what it, it, does that make him a pedophile or a predator, predator just because you but know, like, like, I mean, or I what worked... if she was like a 19 or 20 year old and a 45 year old man is coming in and they're getting on and they have like a rapport and it is a bit flirtatious and she seems to like is he allowed to ask her out I, I guess that's like that's like a moral decision for yourself, you know, which is not yeah. for anyone else to make. And I think like, but I mean, again, it's not illegal. No, totally, you know. And and like when you yeah. talk about the workplace, like there, it's like there's such a, you know, it's almost like a purposeful kind of like intellectual 
decision they make to ignore the fact that there are literal age gaps in the workplace all the time. I worked in an ad agency and I remember before that I only ever worked in beauty and it was all like girls and pretty much all kind of my own age. But then when I moved to this ad agency, I remember being like, this is mad. There are literal men the age of my dad over there. Mm. And then you're on <laughs> nights out with them when you're drinking with them. It's no big deal. Yeah. It's like, yeah. And you realize they're like, that's the world, baby. Welcome. But that you know? also really, I, I mean, I'm the same. I've been like, you know, I, have been hanging out with like different ages like for years like I love to have like different variants of friends and stuff like that and like you think like so I remember it's such a like immature thought process I remember like when I was in first year and I was like oh my god the sixth years are so tall they look they're adults and then <laughs> I think I, so many people like never stopped thinking that because mm. like I would have like I can't be able to like have a conversation with a 50 year old a 60 year old and like they're just as fun and youthful and like whatever and like have you know you can so share this there's not much of a differentiation between like like you know I've been chatting to 50 year olds and they're like I love a drink oh dear god you'd want to know what I got up to in the restaurant like all that kind of stuff and it's like <laughs> you actually can connect it doesn't have to be like oh you're 50 what the fuck you know mm, yeah, yeah totally that's so again it goes yeah. back to the segregating and, that, and stuff yeah it's just it, it, it's just mad if you were to literally put it in like other work situations which what I looked at it as um, that it just wouldn't be tolerated mm. at all like yeah. it really wouldn't and I think until social media it's like it's the same with you guys it's kind of looked at as well okay let's just step outside here and go over the next 10 years this is going to be like there there are kids in school there are secondary kids got school kids going we probably wouldn't have done it when we were in secondary school it's like what you want to do when you grow up so i want to be a fireman i want to be a doctor like people nowadays you're going to ask them what they want to do and they're going to say i want to be a youtuber or i want to be a tiktoker and like that is the reality and the reality is that they can make money from that they can have a family they can support themselves and why is it okay for someone to come and shout at you guys online uh, or, uh, but it's not okay for someone to go into a restaurant and, and shout at a waiter saying the exact same <laughs> yeah, thing. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, because like I've always said this to people. I'm like, people come up to me on nights out, like when I'm DJing, and like, um, it's just someone roaring in your face. They could just be like, "You're shit. You're shit. Why are you so shit?" And I'm like, "Hang on a minute. Like, if this girl worked in say an ad agency, and I just walked in one day and went under over to her desk, and I was like, "You're shit. I'd be arrested." <laughs> Or your client arrested. rings you up and they're just yeah, like, Yeah, you would be arrested. <laughs> Literally. If that, yeah. I'd be arrested. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah, yeah, but it's okay for people to, to do it with us. Yeah. Like, online. And, yeah, and, it's okay. It's on, so weird yeah. that you can conduct yourself in a, such a way online on Twitter. But if you were to like rem- take those tweets and if those tweets, if you were walking in the street and someone came up, you're a predator and like all these people, like they, it would have been like, insane it's like pitchforks yeah. and like and they always love to say it's nothing i wouldn't say to their face oh like, they funny love how it's never been that. said to my face though <laughs> like, never literally, yeah funny how not one person has ever come up to me and said this to my face whatever it only lives on the internet and we've definitely walked yeah. past people who have tweeted about Absolutely. us or said something it's dublin it, like, come on we don't live in it, los angeles ha- yeah los angeles. it happened to me it did happen to me once and really? it was only oh no it was only, it was only last week as well oh uh, we, it was from a distance, yeah. Because like this all happened in September, like so. Yeah. I do still get it. Like da- I get something daily from it still. Um. Uh. But this was the fr- the only time it was in person. I was walking in Grafton Street, and because uh, the, the spin studios are in town, and in the distance, I just heard someone shout "Pedo," and I was just like, I can't oh. believe that that just happened. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah, that is top weird. of Grafton Street as I was walking down. Yeah. So that was the only time it happened in person, but. 
Uh, and bearing in mind that this did happen in September. Uh, so it's kind of like, wow. I kind of felt sorry for them because I was like, hang on a minute. Like, you're still thinking about that? Yeah. But also, like, you yeah. are, you're such a I was like, come on, like, happy new year. Like, oh, you know, yeah. like it happened to me. kind of happened to me. Not anything bad that was said about me, but I was like, oh, whoa, what? Like, the internet is just so weird. I was on South William Street with my friend having like a sandwich on the steps. And um, all these seagulls were trying to, it was when you could eat outside. And um, all these seagulls yeah. and pigeons were from trying to get around and get our food. And then these group of lads, like young lads, I say they were like, you know, 19, 20, whatever. They were walking down the street and like one of them attempted to kick the pigeon. <laughs> he like attempted to kick the pigeon. I was like, oh my God. And I, I was like, did you just try and kick a pigeon? And he was like, yeah, I did, Marmalade Jade. And I was like, oh Marmalade my God. Jade? <laughs> and then in my DMs, I, I had a DM later on that day in my like requests that said, I saw you kick a pigeon in town. And I was like, oh, oh. Stop. and I was like, you kicked, you tried to kick the pigeon. I was like, oh God, oh God. Oh like, it's just God. wild. It's, it's gas, but it's wild. But like, and I mean, and I'd say that like, was weird walking down, but I, you know, I've definitely seen, you know, groups of like kids on bikes and like someone's walking by and they're just like, pee though. Like, so it's, you know, it could, I'm obviously from like your background and very much that's how it could have been like related to seeing you and knowing about all that, but also you could just get that from random people who shit you exactly know? yeah and it no, could all sure. it, it, it can also just like because you're so hyper aware of it if you heard that you're like they said it to me yeah you know, that, that way, is like, also yeah, yeah. but yeah. i like get what you mean they, though it's annoying that you even have to think that and you have to be even like and it could have been you know purposeful and yeah yeah you never know but it's just like um so what's coming up music industry wise for you marty where's the music going uh like music music went really well like i ended up in the top uh, 20 Irish singles chart at the yeah. end of the year which was cool because I was like yo Dermot Kennedy how's here not horror what's happening bros <laughs> <laughs> I was like are we all are we all friends now you know <laughs> so, um, so so that was cool obviously they placed higher but you know we're not going to say that we're just going to say we were all in the top yeah. 20 that's we're all in the same group we're all in the same group yeah so that was a nice surprise the other day and like that's that, that's the official chart so it's kind of like there's loads of charts out there and you have to use them to kind of big yourself up with what you're doing but when the official charts come in and they go okay you're part of that then then, then you can pop up with a bottle of like champagne for sure oh, that's cool um, and so i have a shitload of demos there that have been sent to labels who've shown interests that are dream come true labels Amazing. and it's funny because between zooms and stuff like it probably would have been a men- mental trip to their office and wherever it might have been london or whatever city they're in but obviously it was done through zoom um so but yeah i'm just hoping now because two of them are like really interested and i'm just kind of hoping that they're just not being teases uh uh, and that they really because they they reached out to us which was mental absolutely mental so so yeah the demos are with them um hopefully i'll be able to to maybe get one or two out with them and then just see what happens so yeah and then hopefully maybe we'll get a festival next summer and me and Lindsay will be fist pumping Uh, up front yeah or we could could share a stage one day Longitude yeah Longitude and EP I mean like Dennis Desmond the owner of MCD came out saying he's confident they're going to go ahead and that we can expect we can oh expect the EP lineup around Paddy's Day. Amazing. That so, is so exciting. And the Longitude lineup is so good. So because good. I am oh, so I'm really yeah, open no, it's that unreal. One. I've been watching so many like um live festivals of like my favorite bands and it's just like get me back there, please. But like as someone is like as a DJ and we're like thinking of maybe, you know, doing some sort of an Asia tour before things come back in Ireland because things are back open yeah. there. So I'm following DJ following DJs who are on tour in Asia. Oh, and cool. people are sweating on each other. People oh. are like 
riding each other in the clubs and you're like um, oh my god like remember those days like australia <laughs> you could probably do as well right they're kind of back open as normal yeah no, i don't it's think just, you can get in obviously there, it's like oh, it's a, you have to it's quarantine a, like for two weeks in a hotel though, maybe not i think with yeah, the quarantine so, you have to Oh really? Yeah, that you're put in a hotel for two weeks. Hmm. You're you're put in a hotel. Yeah, you're put, and there's a guard at your door, and they yeah, give, literally, and yeah. they knock on the door to get, and your food is there. You can't. Yeah, they so, hand you your food. You're like a little airbox. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they knock. They knock like three times, and then you have to wait ten minutes before you can open just to make sure they're gone. It's so. mad. And I think when New Zealand the quarantine it comes like a four thousand whatever it is equivalent like euro, uh, like admission fee nearly to the country oh as part God. of your quarantine and don't New yeah. Zealand have like they have an island where they're sending people that's what I heard <laughs> no I'm way, not so. joking or I this should, was a proposed idea that's so bad they had a proposed idea God I would have like, been there of an I- no, literally you would have me, uh, me on Ireland's eye and you're not allowed to leave <laughs> yeah. you're not allowed to leave until literally not allowed to leave until you present a negative test oh God I'm like and everyone's well, like that, Imagine everyone that got, can- got cancelled in Ireland got sent to an island. Like, that would be one fun, fun island. How fun would yeah. that island and we all do, be? Oh and we all do ayahuasca and just like really learn through the experience. <laughs> yeah, I would love that so much. Okay, now that would be a show. There's a TV show. Back the goat house. That would be an un- right. unreal show. I'm like, I'm already planning my, my, my slagging for Movember now next year ah. so I can hop on that island. Yes. <laughs> I know, I'm like, should I do Movember? Because dear God, I can grow a tash. I actually got a bit of hate. <laughs> I I got a bit of hate where they um second lockdown when I was like drinking like by the canal I was getting hate being like that mermaid jade one hanging out with a bunch of teenagers I was like oh my god like, you actually got oh. I was yeah. like they're twenty it was my friend who just happens to look young she's thirty oh wow <laughs> like. That's great. Ask her what she's using, please. And thanks. Like, yeah, yeah, I know. Exactly. Okay, Marty, we won't keep you any longer. Thank you so much for joining us. It was a great old chat. Such a good chat. They're um, going to love it. Yes, guys, go Bye. check out our Instagram. Uh, we will have Marty's video linked and his Instagram yeah, and all so that kind of hope shit. hope you learned and just like be a bit more mindful with what you're, how you conduct yourself Absolutely. online. And I mean, I'm still learning as well. Like it's, we're not like above in that regard, but like, Absolutely. um, but yeah, I yeah. definitely learned from you. Thanks so much. And if anybody, if anybody wants to take anything out of context on this podcast, can they include your podcast link and my latest single? That'd <laughs> yeah, be great. Exactly. <laughs> Fucking tag Stream us, Marty's please. latest yeah. single, girls. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. For Thank you me. so much, Marty. Talk Thanks, to you later. Marty. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 